Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of the From Page to Screen Movie Podcast. It is myself, Stuart. There is no co-hosts once again, so I'm taking this opportunity to upload another of my Grimfest November 2022 Monsters and Movies uh, little interview slash conversations that I managed to grab. Shout out to Grimfest for actually letting me do these things. This was also videoed, and if you'd like to see the video part, and you know, that is obviously more to see Reese Shearsmith than it is to see me. I'm okay with that. Then head over to youtube.com slash from page to screen. I would love it if you subscribed. If you haven't subscribed already, that would be great. If you have, then, you know, you don't have to subscribe again. Don't think you can subscribe more than once, to be honest. I had the pleasure and honour of sitting down with Rhys Shearsmith only a few hours before he was due to sit down in front of the live audience uh, as opposed to a dead audience. I don't know why they say that, but he was going to sit down in front of a live cinema audience and be sort of quizzed by the wonderful Mick Garris about... Reese Shearsmith's favourite horror movie, John Carpenter's The Thing. So Reese and I touch upon what it's like to to know that you're going to sit down and have that conversation. So a lovely, lovely guy, and uh, I hope you do enjoy the chat. From, from page to screen. You really enjoyed yourself there, didn't you? It's well, as well you should. Well, I've recently as well. Yes, I did. He thought it was all right. I could tell by the, the body language. Five out of ten. It'll do. You were the warm up. Thank you, Sean. See you. Sean was so excited to sit down and oh, chat with you and stuff. Oh, yes, so. it was nice to meet him last night. How did you enjoy Wolf Manor? Were you in it? It was good, yes. Sorry, it was good, yeah. It was very. Um, I mean, there were many, many homages to all manner of, literally all manner of other werewolf films. But yeah, it was good. It was a lot yeah. of fun. I only knew the title, and right. I've known nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I didn't know anything about it, yeah. Uh, James Fleet's great actor, so it was fun to see him sort of getting a good role like that. So you've got fun night planned ahead. Yeah. Sitting down on the post-mortem podcast with the legend, Mr. Yeah. Nice Guy production himself, Mick Garris. Mick Garris, what, yeah. What goes through you? I mean, you've spoke to Mick before and stuff, but yeah. what goes through your head knowing that you're going to be sitting down chatting to Nick, Mick Garris? It's amazing, you know, I, I know... Um, Mick via John Landis as well, who I know quite well now. I did Burke and Howard John got to know him very well and sort of stayed friends with him, but then to meet Mick as well via email and then do his podcast. Yeah. Amazing, you know, so he, uh, the 12 year old boy in me that would have tapped himself on the shoulder and said, You'll know these people one day. I would never have, obviously, never have believed mm-hmm. it. Just a man, a little boy on a council estate in Hull. So it's dreams come true to meet people that you know. That, made things that have stayed with me all my life and shaped my world of work and, and my comedy and horror and my dark sensibility. It's just all been part and parcel of these people that have had such a massive, profound effect on me from being little. I can chart it now. I see sort of the Venn diagram of all these influences. And so to meet the people behind it is just a thrill and an honour, you know, and I, I, I'm a little part of it. 
on the coattails of those people is great. I'm like that. I'm now sitting down going, I'm sitting down with Rhys Hughes. So in the same way... I don't think it's quite Oh, no, it's true. I think it is. Because we're similar ages. So, I mean, we we grew up in the video shop. Yes, of course. Um, If you could go back and tell your sort of younger teenage self that sort of, you know, when you would frequent video shop, what one person have you met or what one thing have you done that would literally blow your mind? I think meeting uh, Christopher Lee and having lunch with Christopher Lee. That was like ridiculous, and to be sitting down with Lord Summerall and John Landis. It was John that yeah. said, "Well, oh, we'll have a meal with Chris." Yeah, I mean, I went to dinner with Christopher Lee. That was quite something. Yeah, I'll never forget that. That was amazing. Do you remember what you heard? What he heard? Is it, is it, is it that clear? In <laughs> I your think mind? so. Yeah, it was near his birthday, and it was um, in a fish restaurant in London, and we met up, and he he was he was brilliant. It was amazing. It was a very um, lovely man, but it was I was sort of a nervous wreck. I just was quiet and let him talk. Mm. But uh, yeah, amazing. I just couldn't. You can't. It's too overwhelming to think of that person and how much he was just in my brain as a teenager growing up and all those films. And it's just, there he is and he's, he's done all that. It was quite, quite something. Which is the ultimate Christopher Lee film for you? I think I'd probably go Wicker Man for me personally. Yes, probably Wicker Man, yeah. His, yeah. his role in that. And his Dracula. I mean, I know he was much yeah. maligned by the end. He, he himself would claimed you never did one <laughs> but um, yeah probably Dracula or um, Wicker Man yeah you mentioned sort of sitting down quietly and just you know watching from the outside that's what me and Annette were doing last night right. we were sitting at the table <laughs> next to you right. sitting at it not on it or in it and we were like oh my god it's Reese. it's me <laughs> and we really I think we really wanted to go I think I got close because I went over and took a picture with the nun giving the nuns some oh, chips right. yes alright oh, okay. it's like right my toe in the water now I'm looking forward to meeting all these legends this yeah, weekend yeah of course so it's uh, it's nice to see all your filmmakers just yeah of course we have such a lovely thing in common and it's such a friendly um, universe as well the, the horror, mm. horror world from what I can gather I mean I'm just a fan of it like anybody else but it's um, it's lovely to meet these people and just and just chat about all this stuff that binds us all together just, you know it's the same with Myself and Steve Pemberton and Mark Gatiss and Jeremy, we all just bonded over the all. It's like we had the same childhood, you know, we all loved the same horrors and the mm. same comedy. And you find your tribe, and it's lovely to, when you actually meet people that have got all the same references, and you just can just, it's, you know, you, you hope you will find these people. But, and we very luckily did at university, and we stayed together, have managed to forge our own little path of, of basically just reworking our own. Obsessions so, into our work. Little. See, you, you say little, other people are like, one day I want to reach that level. Well, yeah, so, I know, I still feel I'm just sort of day by day getting along. I always think it's all going to stop on the next, the next thing you do, you know. But it's good to keep, you know, I'm never satisfied, I and mean, I always think, oh, that could be better. And I wouldn't want to finally arrive at the point where I go, yeah, I'm the best I can be, and that's the end of it, you know. So it's good to have that sort of leaky bucket are there any filmmakers that enough. do think I've got it all because a lot yeah, of I, don't I speak know. to they are always very much like are they all feeling I wouldn't like do, they they do that yeah well that's yeah, good that's, I mean, that's, good. that's it means great to have that you've got it yeah and I think you, you'd be doomed if you were suddenly have, have arrived at the point where I don't I think the only reason why you might feel that in the end is that you've got there is no problem that can't be solved with endless um, money if you had massive budgets and you were very very successful famous you could sort of buy your way out of anything and then perhaps you might not care as much mm. I think our number nine is in that I will 
those little stories that we do on that are, are better and more crafted because of the hardship that we have to make them. You know, it, the necessity is another of invention. We have to sort of get ourselves out of problems with the scripts because yeah. they're very lean and we don't have the money or time to be extravagant with any of it. So it's, um, I think sometimes they've been better served by the fact that we've, it's limited, you know, and I, I, can, I suspect it'd be nice to, for some filmmakers to go back to having to be creative in their, how yeah. they get out things, you know, yeah. rather than just go, oh, I've got, doesn't matter. Get the, get the visual effects person to fix it. Yes, I don't care how yeah, much it yeah. costs. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But uh, it, it, I, I appreciate anything that's got made because I know it's not an easy thing and no one sets out to make rubbish. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, you know, just even today you'd see hearing how much Wolf Manor costs and how little time they had to do it. Crazy, it's an extraordinary yeah. achievement. Yeah, it really is. Um, it's, it's delightful to see people doing it, you know. So they want to sit in sidelines and write things off. Oh. And go, well, you can have a go. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm predominantly... I grew up in the video shop era, ran right. a video shop, owned a video shop, closed down the video shop when DVD came out, right. my rental business yes. dead. Yeah. Um, always been a film fan. Review films, podcast interviews, all sorts. So I get very annoyed with these keyboard reviewers. I'm like, oh, terrible yes, film. Look course. at that leaf that's the wrong colour or whatever. Like, again, like you've said, go make your own film. Yes, yeah, you do it then. And I think any film, even some films I don't enjoy, there's always a lot of positive things yes. in that film that I will praise. So a lot of people will come to me sometimes, you like everything. It's like, I don't. I don't like it. I don't feel the need to spend five hours typing up an article about something I yes, didn't like. Yeah, I would rather shine spotlights on things Absolutely, that I didn't yeah. like. So, Annette, you discovered Inside Number Nine, was it a couple of years ago? My favourite episode is the two comics. All oh, right, yes. Good, yeah, that's a, that's a, a sweet one, yeah. A, a funny one, because people really um, responded to that one, and I think it's because it's a moving one. It seems to me that a lot of people's favourites are the ones that quite emotional you know there's the um, one that we did with Sheridan Smith that everyone talks about as well and that's a very heart a bit of a gut punch that one and it's not really I think what people expect to get when they watch it in Simon the Night so I think that was one of the surprises but Bernie Clifton's dressing room the one you enjoy is um, yeah it's a very heartfelt one it's slightly autobiographical with me and Steve really as well we've been sort of friends for 20 odd years I mean 30 years now 32 wow. 33 so it's nice to sort of explore comedy, and we'd never done one that was just a two-hander, basically. So it was a, I just said to Steve, we should do an episode where it's just me and you, because we'd not really done one. We did have, uh, Sean was in it in the end, but we, it predominantly was just a two, like a two-hander, like a little play. So it was, and they all, they're all like that, and, but the great thing about having that opportunity, because, you know, we never knew carry on for nearly 10 years we wrote six mm. stories in a time when anthology was not in favour and we pitched it after Psychofilm and can we just do these one-off looking stories and they were like okay and I don't know whether they were that keen but we did it and I think it was the idea of it that it was a sort of tales of the unexpected because obviously there's a huge lineage of great anthology series there's no reason yeah. for it to have gone away other than the fact that most telly at the time was what the box set and 25 episodes and you know and people, how many people could say to me oh you should stick with it it gets good about season 5 you know? <laughs> yes, I haven't got the hours left on. in my life to begin to watch it no. so yeah the one off was great and it allows us to do a different thing every week and we've managed to explore lots of different ways of telling a story you know in a different tonally very different 
world at each time. But um, and that's great. But it's also absolutely all-consuming of any idea you might have. We've done, we've burned a lifetime of ideas because we've done eight forty-three seasons. now. Is yeah. it eight seasons. You've yeah, just, just finished, finished season literally eight. last on Thursday night. Finished season eight. And, and people who might not have seen the show, they'll have heard of it, but might not have watched it. They can just dip in, can't they? Would it be yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you don't need to. There's no continuity to any one of them, so you could just watch any episode. Yeah, and uh, you'd get a beginning, middle, and end, and you'd be done, and can get a get, carry on with your life in, in 28 minutes. Yeah, but uh, it's it's good fun. You know, we've really enjoyed it, and they are completely undiluted. Us, you know, no one interferes with the scripts, and it's an amazing thing that we are just that we're even still on television <laughs> and that we get to do these stories you know it's, it's a lovely thing but uh, I think um, we'll do series 9 it's been commissioned but then I think we'll stop yeah. I think we're going to stop at 9 number 9 series 9 is a good place Unless to end the powers that be come back and go do more you must, I can't think they can't do you, hear that, do you hear that truck backing <laughs> up the driveway yes. that can, I can make other things yes okay. yeah well, you've got an so amazing filmography though yes I know yes. I, I'd love to do more um I mean, I love it when I'm just an actor in someone else's thing and, and the, the whole thing isn't my thing, but mm. there's nothing better than when it has been our baby. But the stakes are much higher and you care so much more because we're presenting it to the world and you're, you're more to blame for the reactions. But um, when you're just an actor in someone else's thing, I enjoy that as well. I love working with Ben Wheelie. Yeah. He always comes up trumps with great parts for me that he's thought I would enjoy doing. And mm. um, so we did In the Earth in... 2020 in the middle of Covid I think we were the first people back filming yeah. it was terrifying protocols and all the rest of it but we managed to do it and that would, having stopped number 9 we were stopped filming 3 days into series 6 we um, it was like a ray of hope to be back filming it was like, oh, we, it's still possible it's, we're doing it but uh, yeah I, I would love to collaborate with more people like minded horror fans I'd love to do more horror films I do feel like I'm the the Jamie Lee of, of screen, definitely screen queens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will hopefully manage to do some networking and stuff with some of these. Yes, of look, looking at the people just mingling around Grimfest, it's it's a it's a great absolutely yeah pop for having conversations. Great, yeah. And I'd love to work with Corin one day, Corin Hardy. In his heart, he's, yeah. he's got a rock star look just down to. He his does his absolutely his yes, yeah. With his little nun, he's walking around with a nun in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Filled with chips. Yes. So you're looking forward to watching a thing tonight? I am. Yes, I'm very looking forward to. It. I've not seen it for a long time actually. So and it's a 4K yeah. print of it. Extraordinary memories of first seeing it on video, of course. I think yeah, on pirate, so. on pirate video with. I think yeah, and that, and I think afterwards it then just it cut out. There was a bit of crackling, and then it came on with. I think it was um, the House of Drip Blood was on after it for some oh, reason. Wow. I don't know why it's those unusual. two were put together on a video for me Maybe it was double bill isn't it was <laughs> really weird yeah but um, yes I remember seeing that and thinking this is I can't believe I'm seeing what I'm seeing it was like a next level um, special effects that I never knew that you could achieve you know it was like something else it was quite extraordinary that still holds up it still holds up it 41 really, really years does. later yeah watching it and, and yeah. I, I didn't really pay any attention at the time to reviews but looking back now it, and it got such Poor reception. Mm. I can't fathom what they were. I can't. What I can't, were they looking at? I can't remember the bad. I mean, obviously, no, it's like yeah. a twelve-year-old, probably as a eleven-year-old kid at that time, I wasn't really reading reviews. Yes, but I don't remember either. TV shows going. This is terrible. Yeah, I mean, no, it was I ET know, summer, so probably. Yes, I think maybe it was just at the end of yeah, dark. 
that we'd got just got out of the um, everything being grim 70s you know the sort of French connection yeah. version of things into we don't want that anymore we want happy endings and it was just films. so bleak that it was not palatable maybe so it was written off yeah. yeah perhaps anyway but I remember it being a great classic film and you do too yeah so absolutely so called bad reviews yeah no of course yeah, but yeah. Uh, thank you for taking not the time not at all um, absolute pleasure <laughs> very nice to meet you can I Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.